I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. An insider's look at the National Football League. It's NFL Lunch. Presented by Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. With Vinny and Haney on 105.7 The Fan. Good evening, Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Time to feed you some football. Ravens win yesterday during your breakfast hour, 24-16 over Tennessee. Now 4-2 and two on the year. And as John Harbaugh said after the game, the goal is to get better as the year progresses. At this point in time, you know, it's an early season. No championships are won week four, week five, week six. Odell Beckham even said that earlier in the week. So we're kind of looking in terms of what are we capable of becoming? You know, we lost, we get lost some games we should have won. We played good football in stretches, but we made mistakes. We've shot ourselves in the foot way, way too many times. So what success looks like right now is heart, the ability to overcome adversity, keep fighting to the end, find a way to win and make plays when it counts. I, I think that, yeah, it's early, and a lot's going to change between, you know, week six, six and 12, just on, you know, if you guys are healthy and, and – how they're putting this offense together with consistent. If they play consistent, they can win almost every game they play. That's going to be, can they put four quarters together? And how many times can they put four quarters together? The more times they put four quarters together, they're not going to lose that game. Now, Jadavian Clowney had a lot to do with the Ravens' defense wreaking havoc, especially in the fourth quarter. And John Harbaugh recognizes what the veterans brought to the equation. You know, he's a guy that we didn't necessarily expect to have at the beginning of the season. We've been playing against him all these years. Always admired the way he played. His energy level, you can see it. I mean, the dreads are flying everywhere, right? And he's throwing his body around. Had the sacks today. Had the run stops today. Been a great addition to our team. I think he's another guy that was always a Raven and didn't know it until he got here. And I'll just add, the rest of the pass rush, too. Justin Matabike had a, did a great job. <laughs> Kyle Van Noy did a great job. I thought uh, Michael Pierce and Broderick Washington were pushing the pocket really well. So just a lot of guys stepped up with that. I think no doubt. And the, the thing with, you know, clowning, I, I, I like clowning as a player. He seems like he's having fun. You know, looked like he was miserable in Cleveland. But he seems like he's having fun, enjoys being around the guys, and he's got a bunch of energy. And, you know, he's playing, what, 30-some plays a game? You know, so they're taking, they're taking care of him. They're not wearing him out. And he's giving him a ton of production. Yeah, three and a half sacks on the year, tied for second on the team with Patrick Queen. Justin Matabike, by the way, leads the way with four and a half. But you broke this stat out earlier in the show, Vinny. Ravens are tied for first in the NFL in sacks yeah, this we, year. No doubt. No doubt. And and it's I, I think a lot of that is, you know, Mike McDonald, you know, sch- scheme. And, you know, because Van Noy and Clowney and, you know, so many different people have, have a lot of sacks. Or have you know a couple sacks here and there, which add up. So I think that uh, talks a lot about uh, the defensive philosophy and the defensive scheme. Lamar Jackson threw his fifth touchdown pass of the season yesterday, led the Ravens in rushing yards, as he is wont to do. Borrow a Howard Cosell word, and here's John Harbaugh talking about number eight. 
he made some throws, but more than that, you know, there was some some situations where guys were covered a little bit, you know, and it wasn't easy. That's a really good defense they were playing against. Kept plays alive, a couple critical first downs. Thought the seam route up the right side in the fourth quarter to Mark Andrews to see that route, put that around the money. Of course, Mark made a great play on it. That was a, that was a game-changing ceiling play right there. Yeah, Harbs, everything everything's good. Today. I was a hell of a throw though. Oh, and, and the, the thing about it too was Bob is. The corner came off, you know, the receiver on the outside, and I don't know that Mark felt felt him, but I mean that would have been, that could have easily turned into a fumble. But that was a hell of a play by Mark, and like you said, Bob, that was a hell of a throw. By the only bad throws, the 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 two bad throws he had, in my opinion, the two stinkers, the interception, terrible throw, and then the next series when he overthrew Odell for a first down, that was a terrible throw. Otherwise, he threw the ball extremely. He's been accurate as I mean, he's been up around seventy percent every game. Speedy Haiti one hundred and five seven. The fan NFL launch here on this Victory Monday. Zay Flowers got his first touchdown reception as a pro. Six catches, fifty yards, and here's Lamar talking about joystick. Uh, actually, that's that's funny. Uh, his brother was was great. You know, great when we was little kids. Like even in high school, his brother was. They used to call his brother Joystick, and I told him like you have to steal that name. Because you're different, you know, win the league now, so you got to take that name from them. I I think they get along good. I think, you know, that when when he, um, Flowers caught the touchdown, Bob, a lot of guys were coming to say, he ran straight to Lamar to celebrate with Lamar after that. I think they have a real good relationship, and it shows because he looks a lot for him. And, um, you know, we talk about trust. They, uh, Todd Munkin, and they have a lot of trust in Flowers because they call a lot of plays to him at critical times or to get him out of situations, too. Yeah, when I was an old geezer, well, I am an old geezer, but when I was younger, we called uh, the, for PlayStation, not PlayStation, the Nintendo, mm-hmm. the original, where you played Tecmo Ball. It wasn't a joystick, it was a remote control. Yeah. Where's my remote control? But he's joystick and breaking out some joystick stuff. Now, we heard John Harbaugh say you're trying to improve with each passing week as the Ravens right now in first place at 4-2 of the AFC North. Lamar was asked after the game, how far can this team go? How far we can go this season, sky's the limit, um, as I've been saying all season. But we have to finish in the end zone. We need to find a way to score points. And I believe that's what's slowing us down. We, we dropped the ball down the field, no problem. It's been happening every, every game, but it's the – Red zone part, the black zone, we need to find a way to get punch it in, and we'll go from there. They, if they'd have been good in the red zone the last two weeks, Bob, I mean, they're sitting five and one. Right, and they're two blowout wins, yeah. too. Oh, yeah, they're over at the half. They're puffy pantsing at the half. That's a thing. So, yeah, they just got to find a way. And I'm guessing that they'll spend more time this week working on red zone stuff because they worked on it a ton, you know, during training camp and stuff. And back to the sacks. Here's Patrick Queen talking about the Ravens. Six sacks yesterday. He was part of the fun, too. That's what we preach, uh, getting to the quarterback. And whoever number we call to go do that job, we expect them to do that job. So when they call my name and expect me to go do my job, I do my job at a high level. And I take a lot of pride in trying to get to the quarterback. Yeah, high level is probably an understatement for the way that guy's playing right now. Yeah. And, and the thing about it, Bob, what's kind of cool is, is they're – they're all helping each other because sometimes, you know, like with Clowney, you know, and I think we heard Hamilton talk about it. You know, he's like, I got to take up this tackle and he's going to come free. It's not about me trying to win on this one. I've got to do my job so somebody else can get the sack. 
So I think, you know, they've got a good team thing going. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. When we come back, we'll look at our picks for this past weekend. College and pro NFL Week 6 isn't over yet. As we have Monday Night Football, Dallas at the Chargers, a game you can hear on 105.7 The Fan. Bottom of the hour, Jared Dubin. CBSSports.com, couple of injuries in the National Football League. The serious one, hey, San Francisco, they were limping out of cl- Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law you can pick your friends. We just become best friends. Yep. You can pick your nose. There was no pig. There was no pig. But only Vinny and Haney can pick games. Football pick 1057 The Fan. All right, time for the picks. Vinny and Haney, 1057 The Fan here on this Victory Monday. For the Ravens, anyway, as they win 24-16. 4-2 on the year. First place in the AFC North. Bob Hattie, Vinny Serrata, Nolan McGraw. Nolan, get in here. And uh, before we get to the results of this weekend, still have a game tonight, which we'll pick as Dallas is at the Chargers. Chargers are underdogs in this game, if I'm not mistaken. Let me just double check. Yeah, it's one and a half in favor of Dallas. But uh, as we were heading into the weekend, give our listeners a tally. By the way, new to the show, we play for booze, beer for me and Nolan. Vinny gets wine. Sixty dollars is kind of the uh, the uh, tally, I guess. The I mean, if we want to spend more, we can. It all depends on how how nice of a guy you are. Well, I guess. I confident know. words from a uh, guy in last place. Uh, well, I, I was just saying, sixty <laughs> bucks is what we do. You yeah. want to start talking trash? If you I don't don't. Poke, don't poke the bear, <laughs> Nolan McGraw. But anyway, give our listeners an update on said standings. I guess. Spoiler alert: I'm in last. Duh. Right. Well, if. Our loyal listeners have been loyal. They know that. They're well aware. I've been last for about, what, year and a half now, I believe. So Vinny was at 68 and 35. Uh, I was not far behind. It's 66 and 37. And Bob, still within reach, 10 games back, 58 and 45. But it's do or die time. Little little Mm -hmm. train that could. All right, well, let's get to it then. We'll start with college. 
We'll start in Maryland. Yeah, when when I use the word unacceptable, yes, goes to show you what we thought of Maryland's performance against Illinois. Terps look like they were about to put the hammer on them at the end of the half, and then Prather fumbled, and then Illinois scored. There was a penalty there as they tied at halftime. Then Mike Loxley decides to go for the onside kick. Start the second half. They score on that drive. Anyway, 27-24 was the score. And I don't recall anyone picking Illinois in this game. No, no. they would have been uh, looked at like they had three heads. Yeah. But they would have been right. Will they be uh, patting themselves on the back today? None of us did that. Washington, number nine, hosting Oregon, number eight. What a game it was. Very, very Washington good. wins, and I think we were all in agreement with that, right? We all rolled with the home team. Yep. yep. And then it was Mario Cristobal and his Miami uh, Hurricanes. Should have had a crystal ball and kneeled on it against Georgia Tech. Instead, he didn't. But North Carolina, they were three-point favorites. I'm thinking we were all with the Tar Heels, right? Yeah, I t- I we took, were. Uh, yep. Got to take the quarterback. Uh, May four touchdown passes. North Carolina, by the way, cracks the top ten in the rankings this week. Here's where things get a little interesting. Number 10 at the time, USC South Bend taking on Notre Dame. And Nolan and I were talking Friday. Like, how the hell are these guys even ranked? Not only are they ranked, they're favored in the game. They were three-point favorites. And boy, did I look stupid anyway because I took USC. So did I. Right. I had Notre Dame, but as I said Friday, I've been wrong about Notre Dame every week. So I'm doing the opposite. I wanted to pick USC. Flipped it. Pick Notre Dame. I thought Caleb Williams saw it. Three picks. He was under duress. Their offensive line in USC stinks. Full disclosure, new to the show, I'm a Heisman voter, and we sit here on today's the 16th of October. I have no idea who I'm voting. 0.0 idea. little uh, blue Tarski there from Animal House. Like if Carolina, you know, won the ACC, and, you know, that's the only way that Drake May is going to be in that hunt. Yeah. But he's starting it. He was out of it two weeks ago. Now we're look right now. Penix has to be the mm-hmm. considered the favorite quarterback for Washington through four touchdown passes in that win. By the way, the coach getting back to that landing, the coach of Oregon. Oregon. What the hell was he doing? Uh, I don't. I don't know. Eh, we don't need points. <laughs> well, let's just go for it on fourth down. This is the Sandlot. Anyway, UCLA at Oregon State, number eighteen versus number fifteen. I don't know. Bob took a chance on UCLA, and uh, me and Vinny had Oregon State. Yeah, took a chance like uh, Abba did. So I know I was two and three in college, it looks like. Thanks, everybody, for that one. All right, NFL, Washington and Atlanta, Nolan. Uh, you guys had the Falcons here. I <laughs> like the Commanders in a bounce back. Damn. Their defense well, was big uh, in that Well, and Ritter, Ritter, Ritter yeah. threw three picks. You know, Ritter sucked. Oh, Ken Wyman's favorite quarterback, Desmond Ritter? And that's sarcastically saying yeah. that. I'm uh... – Getting ready to trade for Kirk Cousins if I'm Atlanta. <laughs> the Bears. Speaking of Kirk Cousins, they were hosting the Minnesota Vikings. We keep picking the Bears. Yeah, we're, I'm we're done. Like I'm done. On, but... Quarterback's out. Yeah. I'm done. Yep. It feels dislocated thumb on the throwing hand there. Seattle at Cincinnati. Uh, Vinny and myself had the Bengals here. And Bob, another chance. No success, but took the Seahawks. And I thought they had a legitimate chance. Kenneth Walker's a stud yeah. running back, what, North uh, Michigan State by way of Wake. Geno Smith had a rough day yesterday for Seattle. Uh, DK Metcalf, watching the the, uh-huh. the red zone coverage of it, looked like he was frustrated. Speaking of frustrated, how about those 49ers at Cleveland taking on P.J. Walker? I mean, I'd be more concerned about the injuries. 
you're not going to go undefeated. You're going to lose at some point. You lose on the road. It didn't look good. Obviously, we all picked the 49ers. No. Nobody nobody saw that one coming. They had Debo Samuel, what, shoulder? And was oblique and rib? Oblique, yeah. or, uh, oblique with Christian McCaffrey. McCaffrey. So that's uh, concerning news for San Francisco. Miami hosting Carolina. Uh, I think we all had Miami. We did. We? Panthers early, though. Kind of punched them in the mouth. Yeah, I was telling Norm it was fourteen nothing. Then, then you looked up and it was fourteen fourteen. Mm-hmm. And then backup quarterbacks are playing all of a sudden right. for Miami. <laughs> yeah. uh, Detroit at Tampa. We'll see the Lions uh, on Sunday, but yesterday, uh, you guys were rolling with the Lions. I like the Buccaneers for some reason. Mm-hmm. Might be rethinking that moving you liked forward. Baker, yeah, he's been playing well. Just didn't play well yesterday. And they were wearing the creamsicle uniforms. How could you not pick them? Well, that was a very uh, cool and uh, sharp look for them. Unfortunately, it was about Detroit getting that W now 5-1. and one. Jacksonville hosted uh, their former teammate Gardner Minshew in the Colts. Another rough one for me. I like the Colts. I thought they'd split with their division rival on the season because they lost to them in week one. This one, uh, final score, what, they lose by 11 12, something like that. 37, 20. Yeah, 17. And it wasn't that close. Yeah, it wasn't even that close. (laughs) And why'd they sign Jonathan Taylor again? Uh, What was that? Zach Moss scored a touchdown. Running backs are important. His Uh, words, yeah. Holy mackerel. New Orleans at Houston. I took the Saints. Yeah, Vinny had the Saints here, Bob and myself, with the young upstart Texans. Three and three on the year. D'Amico Ryan's getting a little coach of the year buzz. I believe Stroud did throw his first pick yesterday, though. Yes, he did. But they're three and three, and you know that division. Well, Jacksonville's the class of it, but we'll see. Vegas against New England. I'll never pick the Patriots. No. Ugly game, ugly game. It's bad when you're picking the Raiders and picking them confidently. But we were all right. The stunning news is Jimmy Garoppolo <laughs> hurt his back. Some things you can always rely on in this league, you know. <laughs> Rams and Cardinals. Everyone had the Rams here. That uh, Williams kid, Notre Dame, I believe, the Uh running back, he had a monster day. Cooper Cup as well. Philadelphia, uh, what did uh, Q call him yesterday or last week? Frauds. Uh, Fraudulent 5-0. Well, they're 5-1 now. Philly of the Jets. Vinny can take his victory lap. Yes, When we read your text, because Vinny texted his picks to me on Friday, I thought his fever must have been 150 (laughs) uh, under the weather. I just had a feeling, you know, because Philly hadn't played great all year, and Hurts hadn't been the same as he was last year. And, you know, I didn't realize Devontae Smith's dropping balls and everything. So, uh, yeah, I can see uh, Philly losing again next week. And then Buffalo, if you had a problem sleeping, (laughs) if you watched the first three quarters of that, you were sawing logs big time. Bills, by the way, big favorites in this game. What, 15-point spread? They win, but eh, if I'm McDermott and Josh Allen even sounded like, we got to figure out what the bleep's going on around here. They won the game, and I'm thinking we all took Buffalo. We did. uh, Turnovers. How about the Giants? You win the turnover battle. Time of possession, technically. You outgained them through the air and on the ground. Only score nine points. And two goal line miscues, too. End of both halves. I tell you what, the, with the way that game started, you knew Buffalo was going to have problems because Wink, Wink was on. Yeah, and then Gabe Davis fumbled as they were marching down the field early there for the Bills. All right, before we pick tonight's game, a game you can hear on the fan, Dallas at the Chargers. What's our updated tally here, Nolan McGraw? Well, we all did pick the Ravens as well. We always forget. Oh, that's right. Uh, 
You mean you, the game we've been talking about all right, morning yeah. into the afternoon? An extra win in the win column for us. Take well, it. Updated. Take, take that dub, baby. I thought I was going to pick up ground. That Jets pick ended up being very fruitful. Vinny and myself tied at 12-6 and six this week. Okay. So no changes. Bob at 10-8, and eight, now even farther back. <sighs> well, 12 games back. I'm going to have to start throwing some Hail Marys here. Starting, you uh, said that every week. Yeah, and <laughs> They're getting picked off for uh, hitting cheerleaders there on the sidelines. Dallas at the Chargers. Spread for entertainment purposes only. Dallas minus one and a half. Vinny, you're in first. You go first. This is a tough one to pick. You know, because I'm more confident in the Charger quarterback. And like you said, Bob, Eckler's back. Eckler's is back. Bosa playing? Not sure. Questionable. Questionable. You know, I mean, I would say this. The heat's on both coaches. You know, because if Dallas lose, Jerry's going to be running hot. And Staley, Staley may screw it up. That's the problem. He'll do something dumb to screw it up. Just because of that. Oh. Oh. I'll take Dallas. That was my first instinct. Just because you think big bounce back after getting embarrassed yeah. in prime time last week. This is a immediate chance to right that wrong. But I do like the Chargers at home here. Uh, just they need a signature win. You look at their season so far. Beat the Vikings, beat the Raiders, lost to the Titans, and then lost that shootout to the Dolphins in week one. They kind of need a win to get themselves going, beat an actual competent playoff team. I'm going Chargers myself. Not necessarily a Hail Mary, but this is a toss-up kind of game. (laughs) I'll go with Justin Herbert over Dak Prescott. But then again, who really knows? Because they both... I mean, the the Chargers are like a a chargering. is like a thing because they find ways to screw up. When we come back, Jared Dubin, CBSSports.com. Talk about week six with him. Get his thoughts on tonight's ballgame, which you can hear. 105.7 The Fan. Then it's a trip to the Funhouse with Nolan McGraw. Inside access takes over at two. It's Vinny and Haney with Nolan McGraw. Ravens, they're four and two. First place in the... T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. North. The one station with inside access to all Baltimore sports. 1057 The Fan. Fade and Haney, 1057 The Fan. They're on this victory Monday for the Ravens, 24 16. 4 2 on the year. First place in the AFC North. Bob Haney, Vinny Serrato, Nolan McGraw. Other side of the glass. Joining us now to talk about week six of the NFL, which wraps up tonight as Dallas goes to the Chargers there. From CBSSports.com, he's on the WGK Law Guest Hotline. Let's welcome back to the show 
Jared Dubin. Jared, good afternoon. Thanks for joining us on The Fan again. Thanks for having me. How you doing? Doing all right. Let's talk about the uh, 49ers in particular before we get into the Ravens and the AFC North and that jumbled thing that it is. They take the L. They lose McCaffrey. They lose Samuel during the game. And I saw on social media, which is always forgiving, and rational, Jared, as you know, that all of a sudden Brock Purdy was air quotes exposed. I mean, they kick a field goal, they still get the win. What did we learn from Brock Purdy yesterday if we learned anything negative at all? Yeah, he, it's it's definitely exposed. As long as you have the Browns defensive personnel, right. you uh, you can beat Brock Purdy pretty easily. That's, that's what was exposed yesterday. I mean, the Browns have, have been doing this literally to every quarterback that they've faced so far this year. But you know who was also doing that to basically every quarterback they faced? The Cowboys. And Brock Purdy just tore them up last week. I think this is a case where they got in the game with a defense that is really, really good. They got banged up a little bit. They were playing in some bad weather. And they just didn't have it. It happens even to the best of teams. Yeah, I thought. I I just think that that Cleveland defense is really, really good because they're fast. You know, they play fast. And they got good secondary. You know, so, I mean, and Schwartz was 9-1 and against Kyle. Yeah, I mean, Jim Schwartz has that defense playing much faster with very similar personnel that they've had over the last couple of years. They're moving forward much more often instead of sitting back like they were in previous seasons. He's able to generate pressure so consistently with those guys up front. Obviously, Miles Garrett is incredible, but they made a couple of good signings up front in the offseason as well. And I think the secondary guys, the safeties especially, are playing so much better this year than they did over the last couple of years. And that unit is really just flying around all over the place. Hey, Jared, would you say that the Bengals are kind of finding their groove now as Burrow gets healthier? I, I don't know how much of their groove they were really in yesterday in that Seahawks game. Like the, the, the offense was not particularly good again. Obviously, it's good to come come away with a win despite that. You know, this is now twice so far this season that we've seen the Bengals look like they were getting back on track offensively one week and then the next week come out and not look nearly as good. Obviously, this wasn't quite as bad as when they lost to the Titans. I think it was like 27-3 or 29-3 or whatever it was a few weeks ago. But, you know, I want to see them put together, you know, a string of consecutive good performances offensively. Are the Dolphins the best team in the league right now? I don't know if they're the best team in the league. They're certainly the most fun to watch. You know, like I'm I'm working working on a story for Friday at this point where I'm just going to go through all of the coolest plays that the Dolphins have run this year and try to find some commonalities and what things Mike McDaniel is doing that other coaches should be emulating. Now, what what's your opinion of the Lions since they're going to be coming here next week? I think they're really good, man. The, the defense has really surprised me. I didn't think that they made enough improvements on that side of the ball this offseason for them to live up to you know the expectations that some people had. I was like, not low on them, but relatively lower compared to some of the expectations. But that, that defense is playing really well. Aiden Hutchinson is absolutely dominating up front. They're getting pressure elsewhere. And even though their secondary is a little bit undermanned because of injuries, that group's playing well too. Now, what's your what's your opinion of what you've seen of the Ravens? Because, I mean, in reality, if they didn't have drop balls and, you know, better in the red zone, they'd be 6-0. and You know, because they'd have been ahead by 30 points in the last two games. Yeah, I mean, I, I want to see more consistency from yep. them offensively. You know, the, these last couple of weeks where, you know, they, they should have been able to put games away much more easily than they were actually able to. Something with the passing game isn't quite where they want it to be yet. And then obviously the run game without J.K. Dobbins is just less explosive than they thought it would have been 
coming into the season. Maybe they can get that going a little bit more consistently. But their defense, you know, it's, it's not the Browns, but they're they're playing really, really well defensively. The coverage has been airtight. And I think since the middle to, to late middle of last season, the defense has been, you know, at, at a different level than it was early last year. And that's good enough to get you time to work out the kinks offensively. Jared Dubin joining us, Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fed, CBSSports.com. Last night, we were talking about this earlier, Jared, Buffalo and New York combining for 23 points. And I know the Bills might have been jet-lagged and weren't prepared last week against Jacksonville overseas. But what's their issue here offensively? Look, Stephon Diggs, he gets his catches. He had 10 more yesterday, another 100 yards. But even Josh Allen said after the win, something there's, a, there's something going on there in Buffalo, and it's not the delicious wings. What's happening with the Bills at 4-2 and two right now? Yeah, I think part of what happened yesterday is through the first five weeks of the season, at least, they spent like the most time of any team in the league in 12 personnel, which is two tight end sets because they had both Dawson Knox and Dalton Kincaid. They really did not use a lot of three wide receiver sets before last night with Dalton Kincaid out. They had to go back to much more three wide receiver stuff. And I think they just looked uncomfortable pretty much from the jump, having to go back to that is kind of where they lived over the last several seasons. But that wasn't what they were doing early on this year. They're trying to get like more formational diversity and more like downhill runs and things like that. And, and that just wasn't available to them for a lot of last night. And then just the, the ancillary pieces of the passing game beyond Stephon Diggs, there's just not a lot of high-level players in that mix, I don't think. Like even Gabe Davis, he's like a solid number two. Dawson Knox is like a fine tight end. And Kincaid hasn't necessarily brought the, you know, the downfield element to the game yet that they thought they might be getting with him. So it's just a combination of they're trying to do things a little bit differently. And other than digs, they don't have a ton of, you know, really high level, you know, a or a plus options. Hey, Jared, I want to, I wanted to pick uh, the chargers tonight, but I can't because Staley's, I feel like he's going to find a way to lose it somehow, some way tonight. And in Dallas, do they have that bounce back game tonight? Yeah, I'm a Cowboys fan, and I kind of feel like Mike McCarthy is going to find a way to lose it too. So you know, I know. <laughs> right, we we got both of them. <laughs> both will be on, whoever loses this one's in the hot hot seat. <laughs> yeah, I mean, one thing that's interesting is the Cowboys right now. They have the same problem with their offense that the Chargers hired the former Cowboys offensive coordinator to solve, which is that everything is quick game, everything is short passes. Dak Prescott is showing the throwing the shortest passes in the league. They wildly overcorrected their offense to make it way too conservative. And, you know, it sort of got glossed over through the first four weeks of the season because their defense was scoring like 14 points a game on its own. But it really, really stuck out last week against San Francisco. The thing is, everybody creates explosive plays against this Chargers defense on the ground and through the air. And typically that's not been something teams have been able to do against Dallas. So, you know, maybe Kellen Moore can can keep Justin Herbert throwing the ball down the field. I think the place to attack this Dallas defense right now is over the middle because of, you know, their, their absences at linebacker and the fact that they moved their slot corner to Ron Bland outside because Trayvon Diggs tore his ACL. And, you know, that, that work, that plays into the Chargers' hands since their offense is going to run through Keenan Allen and Austin Eckler. But I still think that Chargers defense just doesn't have enough to, to stop the Dallas offense, even if it hasn't been, you know, as explosive as it's been in the past. So you're saying it's not going to be Landry versus Shula tonight on the sidelines. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Jared Dubin covers the National Football League for CBSSports.com. Jared, always appreciate your time. Enjoy the game tonight. We'll talk to you soon.
Thanks for having me, guys. Have a good day. There's Jared Dubin. Chargers and Cowboys tonight. Monday Night Football. You can hear that game on 105.7 The Fan. We'll come back. Take a trip to the Funhouse. Nolan McGraw. (laughs) Inside Access takes over at 6 at 2 o'clock here on The Fan. Their experience in sports varies. Of course, uh, Vinny's got uh, experience in the NFL, and I sucked at uh, electric football. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 Fan. Dean Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Bob Haney, the Serato. Owen McGraw, the side of the class. Tomorrow's Turn It Up Tuesday. John Harbaugh meeting with the media. Coming up in about 40 minutes or so, we're going to hear from him. Talk about the baseball playoffs, ALCS Game 2. 437, Texas up one zip over Houston. National League starts tonight. Arizona at Philadelphia. NBA season starts a week from tomorrow. Hockey's already, what, a week plus in. Capitals tonight taking on Calgary. Maryland is off this week. College football licking their wounds after losing at home to Illinois. Off to Northwestern the following week. College basketball starts in less than a month. Top 25 came out today. Maryland, uh, others receiving votes. If you actually tally out, tally it up there at number 30 in the country. What does all of this mean on October the 16th? Doesn't mean jack squat, yeah. to be totally honest with you. Brad Silix leaving the Orioles. We'll talk about that tomorrow. But let's bring Nolan in. Nolan, any words for the people before we get to your fun house? No, it's a victory Monday. I think as we conclude here, we can all just take a deep breath and be thankful that the Ravens won because today could have been a much different show. Well, it's one of those in-between kind of. When they lose, people lose their minds. Right. When they win and win like they did yesterday, there's concerns, but nobody's really jumping off ledges. So it's one. It's an in-between game. But now you have Detroit coming up on Sunday, and the Ravens are favored in this game. And Kyle Van Noy, as we've been watching here with the sound down, Ravens linebacker, he's on with Pat McAfee, and he called the Lions their first true test of the season. No doubt about it. Because he said that basically he went through all the quarterbacks they played, you know, and he said there hadn't been a real quarterback yet. And this is their first test because Detroit's really good defensively. They're 5-1. and They got a coach. Yeah, so this is – the first really big test. And he says they're going to be able to determine where they're at. You know, after this game, you can kind of say, hey, here's where we're at right now. And if they lose the Ravens, then fraudulent will be uh, thrown around, I'm sure, next Monday. By the, oh, by the way, Baltimore three-point favorites in this game. But we'll uh, tackle it, pun intended, throughout the course of the week. Right now, let's go to the fun house. Quick draws, fun house. The rudeness, tuneness text reader. Who's the fastest gun alive? This side of the Chesapeake. Sponsored by the Smile Design Center. Changing the way you feel about dentistry one smile at a time. For information or to schedule an appointment for care, give them a call today. 443-348-8812. I like that quick draw. 105.7 The Fan. First texter here says there was a goal line series for the Ravens where on first, second, and third down, Mark Andrews was not on the field. Three wide receivers plus plus Patrick Ricard. Ravens end up kicking a field goal like they were all day. Why on earth would Andrews not be in the game in red zone situations? I I can't see any reason why he wouldn't be out there unless unless it was his call. That would be my only thing. I don't know. Because Andrews is one of their better, you know, targets in the red zone. So that, to me, is kind of uh, shocking. 
Uh, this one from Aaron in Ohio says he's still on the fire Harbaugh train. Even after this win, uh, he does make the logical choice to kick field goals and take the points. Uh, but as soon as they scored their first touchdown, his brain, I uh, don't know where it's going. He ends up going for two when there was no reason or upside to do it at that point. I didn't have a, you know, because I said, all right, they're up 12, you know, and then you go up 14. I didn't have a problem with it at that time. And it was successful. Yeah. But there was the, I guess, the pick play from Right. OBJ. And, and then, you know what? Nobody would be bitching if they didn't get the PAT blocked. Mm-hmm. You know, because then, you know, you're still, you're up uh, 13. Uh, this one here says the Ravens still need another dog at wide receiver. Odell and Bateman are not even close to what this team needs right now. I, I I would disagree with that. I, I think uh, Odell. I thought he. Had, I think he'll get better each week. You know, as long as he can stay healthy. And I think, you know, Beckham the same. You know, if they need a dog, you know, might be an old lineman or a tight end that can block. Speaking of Bateman, Mark and Perry Hall with an observation here that I was actually wondering this myself. Uh, the effort by Bateman on the Lamar interception. Obviously, yeah. the pass was nowhere near Bateman. It was uncatchable. Uh, but for him to just stand there, not make an effort for the ball, potentially tip it out of bounds, any thoughts on that? Yeah, and yeah, there there would be some, you know, look like he was frustrated, like what the hell, you know, why, you know, and then it's like, oh crap, that guy's right behind me, now I got to dive and make this tackle. So he just his body language to me is not good. Like when Odell. Odell seems like he's involved in everything. A guy gets hit in his knees. Odell's over there, you know, helping him out. Odell, after he made that nice long run, he's all excited. You know, Odell seems much more engaged, and Bateman doesn't seem engaged. And we'll close with this one here. Texter says, if this team had a killer instinct on offense, they'd easily be 6-0. and I hope that they can develop it as the season progresses, maybe hit their stride after Thanksgiving just in time for the playoffs. I don't think it's a killer instinct. I think it's it's just being consistent. That's the thing about it. They're so inconsistent. They, they're like up and down. If they're down, they're really down. If they're up, they're really up. And to me, that's kind of a front-running offense right now. If things are going great, we're going great. If things are going bad, we're going bad. Now, they need to get a more even keel. Speeding at Haiti, 105.7. The fan Ravens are 4-2. John Harbaugh going to meet with the media coming up in about a half hour out at one winning drive. We're back tomorrow at 10 o'clock with Turn It Up Tuesday. Inside access coming up here in a matter of minutes. For Nolan McGraw, Vinny Serrato, I'm Bob Haiti. Stay safe, stay healthy. Enjoy the rest of your day. We'll talk to you in the morning for now. Class dismissed. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.